Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haperset would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. Thank you so much for spending time with me in this teaching. I would like to really encourage you to listen to the Lord carefully, and we're going to ask the Holy Spirit to be our teacher today. May all of us pray together to ask the Lord for His guidance and His revelation. Thank you, Father. We come to you by faith and with hunger in our heart. We want to learn more about Your kingdom. About the way to walk with you and to serve you, Father, we ask you to be our Lord and our Savior and our Teacher, Lord. We open our heart to receive the revelation from you. Open our spiritual ears to hear what the Spirit of God wants to say. We thank you, Father, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. I would like to encourage all of you to really walk with the Holy Spirit. God. The Father is in heaven, and God the Son came into the world 2,000 plus years ago. He was resurrected from the dead, and He ascended to heaven, and He's sitting at the right hand of the Father. And the Lord Jesus Christ sent the Holy Spirit to be in us and on us. Therefore, the Almighty God, the Holy Spirit, is living on the inside of us. We should really walk with the Spirit. We should walk by the Spirit, and we should not follow the work of the flesh. We should not follow Satan or demons or any things of the things of the world. I would like to really help you to develop your relationship with the Holy Spirit, who is the Almighty God. The Holy Spirit is our close friend. He loves us so much, and He is the one. Who resurrected Jesus from the dead? The promise of the resurrection of the dead was in the Bible. I read for you in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 23. But each in his own turn, Christ, the first fruit, then when he comes, those who belong to him. So you can see that Jesus Christ was resurrected from the dead, and he became the first fruits of our life. And how? Did resurrection take place in his life? The Bible explains this in the book of Romans, chapter eight, verse eleven. And if the Spirit of Him who raised Jesus from the dead is living in you, He who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through His Spirit who lives in you. The Holy Spirit is the key to conquering. Any unavoidable problem or attack of human being, and one of the enemy of human being is death. The spirit of the Lord is the person; he is the divine person, and he has the power to resurrect Jesus from the dead, and he has the power to give life to our mortal body, and. He will be the one who resurrects us from the dead 
in the last day. He is our friend. He is a person. When we grasp the idea of the personhood of the Holy Spirit, we will tell Him that we want to know Him as a friend and as our helper. This understanding and revelation will not only lead to power in ministry, but also to a growing friendship with the sweetest and most wonderful person in the whole universe, and. That person is the Holy Spirit. We should know Him as a person. When we begin to do that, our life will never be the same. Instead of trying to add His power into our life, we should surrender to Him. He loves us, therefore we surrender to His love. He has the perfect will of God for us, therefore we surrender to His will and His guidance. As a pastor of the church. Before I went to the pulpit on Sunday to preach the word of God, I would pray to the Lord this way: When I start to preach, my Lord, dear Holy Spirit, now I am starting. Let's go supply all the anointing and knowledge and wisdom and discernment to me. I'm going to give it out to the people. Therefore, the Holy Spirit, you anoint me. You give me the word of wisdom and the word of knowledge. You help me to preach to your people. And after I finish the sermon, I will speak to the Holy Spirit. Dear Holy Spirit, we did a wonderful job together, didn't we? Praise the Lord. If the Holy Spirit is just power, then we would simply want to get hold of it. But no, the Holy Spirit is not just power. He is a divine person. In recognizing this truth, we will want him to get hold of us. He want him to really come upon us and use us and move our hearts, our eyes, our hands. We want to surrender to him. If the Holy Spirit is just power, then we would be proud to have it and feel superior to those who do not have it. We. Should recognize that the Holy Spirit is not just power, but a divine person. And as we fellowship with Him, have a relationship with Him as a divine person, the result is we will surrender more to Him in awe and in wonder. If the Holy Spirit is just power, then we would want it to accomplish our will and our own plan. However. Because we realize that the Holy Spirit is a divine person, so we will be humble in His great love, which dwells within us, and He is the person of the Trinity, and we gonna really follow His guidance. We will follow His will and His way, like the Lord Jesus Christ, the person of the Holy Spirit is eternal and living God. When we say that He is a person. We do not mean that he has body as we have. The Lord Jesus Himself emphasized the personhood of the Holy Spirit when He did not speak of the Comforter as an "it." The Holy Spirit was not called "it" by the Lord Jesus Christ. In fact, the word "spirit" in the Greek language is "pneuma." This word is neuter; it's not feminine word or masculine word. 
Therefore, when we use the word pneuma, usually can say it because it's the wind. But the Lord Jesus Christ did not call the Holy Spirit it. In John chapter 16, verses 7 to 8, but I tell you the truth: it is for your good that I am going away. Unless I go away, the Counselor will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. Him means the Holy Spirit. And when he comes, he will convict the world of guilt in regard to sin and righteousness and judgment. When you want to witness to your loved ones, to your friends, you want to tell them the gospel and the love of Jesus Christ, you need the anointing, you need the presence of the Holy Spirit who can bring the conviction to the heart of the listener. When we evangelize and preach the gospel, we need the Holy Spirit to help us to convict the heart and the mind of the unbelievers. He is the person who can speak to people. I remember before I became a Christian, I was a very devout Buddhist. I was actually anti-Christian, but some people witnessed to me about Jesus and about the Bible. And I never forgot. I can sense the voice of the Spirit around me. That son, come back home. You are my son. Believe in God. I could sense that conviction in my heart before I was born again. The Holy Spirit was convicting me before I even became a Christian. John chapter 16 verse 13. But when he the Spirit of Truth. Again, He, the Spirit of Truth, comes. He will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on His own. He will speak only what He hears, and He will tell you what is yet to come. You can see that the Lord Jesus Christ called the Holy Spirit He, Him, not it. He is the person. He is a divine person. Because He is the person, the Holy Spirit has personality. Though He doesn't have the body or a flesh like us, but He has a personality. He has intelligence, feeling, and He has His will and His mind, and He has the characteristic and properties and qualities of personality. And His personality is not like human being. He has the personality of the Almighty God. It's a divine personality that cannot be measured by human standards. Why is doctrine of the personality of the Holy Spirit important? Because number one, it is important from the standpoint of worship and recognition of who He is. If we think of the Holy Spirit as an abstract or power or just the idea or impersonal influence, we are robbing a divine person of the worship, love, and recognition which he deserves. Because he's a person. When we worship the Lord, we recognize that we are worshiping a person, a divine person. It's not just an idea or abstract. It's so important to recognize that the Holy Spirit is a person, divine person, because from the practical standpoint, if we thought that he only merely influence of power, we will say, how can I get hold of it or use it? But 
when we recognize the Holy Spirit as a divine person, our thoughts will be, how can the Holy Spirit get hold of me and use me and anoint me and also guide me? This idea, this attitude brings humility instead of self-promotion and self-exaltation. We will humble ourselves to depend on the Almighty God who lives on the inside of us. It is important from the standpoint of experience, you know that you actually have a person of the Godhead dwelling within you and me, not just a power or influence. When we realize that He is the person, we can communion with Him, we can fellowship with Him. Paul said about this in 2 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 14, May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God which means the Father, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. So the doctrine of the personality of the Holy Spirit is so important that we can fellowship with the real person who lives on the inside of us. Why this doctrine is so important? Because the Holy Spirit can be misunderstood as a power or just impersonal thing. Why? Because... We cannot see Him. We cannot really talk to Him and hear His voice. His acts and works are more mystical and secret. He only appears in the way of the call divine manifestation. He doesn't have any body like we can see. So we can sense His presence by His influence, by His grace, His power, by His gift. Therefore, we are prone to think of him as an influence or some kind of agent rather than as a person. When the Holy Spirit touched me, I had goosebumps. I have the warm feeling on my skin. I cry, I laugh. I feel the thick presence of God on me, but I cannot see him. So I thought that the Holy Spirit just a power or influence, but he is the person we can sense the manifest the presence of the Holy Spirit. The name that was given to the Holy Spirit can lead us to misunderstand that He is not a person. For example, the Bible called the Holy Spirit the breath of life, the wind of God, the power of God, the oil, the anointed oil. In view of this, many are led to believe that the Holy Spirit is an impersonal influence from God the Father. That's the second reason. Because the word spirit is neuter, not feminine or masculine in the Greek language. The word pneuma. Therefore, people may think that he is just a power or the impersonal influence. Therefore, we need to understand that he is not an influence. He is the person. He can speak to us. He can help us to pray. In Romans chapter 8, verse 16, the Spirit Himself, not itself, Himself, testify together with our own spirit, assuring us that we are children of God. In another version say, the Spirit Himself bear witness with our spirit that we are children of God. Romans chapter 8, verse 26, Likewise, the Spirit also helps in our weaknesses, for we do not know what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit Himself makes intercession for us 
with groanings which cannot be uttered. You can see here that the Holy Spirit is a person. The Bible calls the Holy Spirit He, Him, and Himself. After you listen to all this truth in the Bible, I would like to encourage you to begin to develop the fellowship with the Holy Spirit. You learn how to be led by Him by being sensitive to His witness in your heart, listening to His guidance. You don't live a life that will grieve the Holy Spirit. You depend on His power and His wisdom. He is the person. You should honor Him, respect Him. You should listen to Him, yield to Him, and love to fellowship with Him. I believe that if you live according to the Holy Spirit, your life will be so successful and so full of victory and power. I would like to encourage all of you to really treat the Holy Spirit as a divine person. I will come back next time to talk more about how the Holy Spirit works with us, how He reveals Himself as a person, not as an object or idea or abstract. Of power, he is the person. I will come back next time. Please come back to the teaching how to walk with the Spirit again in the next session. May the Lord really bless you. After this teaching, remember this: you build relationship with the Holy Spirit, your fellowship with the Holy Spirit. He is the Almighty God who lives on the inside of you, and surrender to Him, worship Him, recognize Him, yield to Him. And follow him. I believe you will develop your strong fellowship with the Holy Spirit from now on. May the Lord bless you. Thank you so much for spending time with me in this teaching, and I would like to invite you to come back to listen to the next session, our next lesson. God bless you. Thank you so much. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.newhopeinternationalchurch.com. I'm so thirsty.